but I'm in that phase of my life where everything's a little bit confusing right now. <laughs> I'm turning 30 this year. There's just a lot of things up in the air for me. What about you? Ugh, where do I even start? Do I feel the pressure of the timeline? about Natty and I is that we kind of consider ourselves snack connoisseurs and one thing that we've really noticed recently is that we have been really struggling to find a trail mix that tastes good and that we actually enjoy because so many of the trail mixes out there are either full of candy and gross ingredients or they taste like nothing at all and that's why I am so excited to tell you guys about our newest investment and partnership with Toodaloo. So Toodaloo is a healthy, sustainable trail mix company that I cannot get enough of. It tastes incredible and it is so, so good for you. I love to eat it in the morning with some oat milk or sprinkle it over a cup of yogurt. It literally tastes amazing. Or have it during the day when I'm on busy meetings, I haven't got time to grab anything and I just want to like dig into something tasty and good. And the reason that I absolutely love Toodaloo is not only it tastes amazing, but it actually has adaptogens added in it. So it's functional. They have different flavors that help support you feeling different ways. So whether it's kind of a winding down one, whether it's one that's got a probiotic inside of it, whether it's a feel good one, they literally are amazing. And I feel like they've thought of every single thing. On top of that, when you actually purchase Toodaloo, this is another reason why I was so excited to invest in the company, it actually helps regenerate 100 square feet of polluted farmland and restore it back into the rich, fertile soil that nature intended. So Toodaloo is actually healing ourselves and the planet with every single bite. How cool is that? So if you want to try Toodaloo, and trust me, you definitely do, go to the link in our show notes and order a bag right now. You are going to be so, so glad that you did. Like I said, it tastes amazing. It's functional. So it's actually helping your brain and your body at the time. And you're helping the planet. Why would you not purchase a bag? So go do that now. Link is in the show notes below and go get yourself some to live. Welcome to the Boss Babe Podcast, the place where we share with you the real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. I'm Danielle Canty, co-founder of Boss Babe, and today I am joined by Natalie Ellis, the other co-founder of Boss Babe. A long overdue solo. I mean, it's, it's kind of not a solo, it's the two of us together. It's not like we're monologuing it, but kind of a solo. We've got no guest today, you guys. We are doing a Q&A and we've got some really good questions. Yeah. I mean, the questions that come through on your Instagram account were so good. And I love this because it makes us feel like so much closer to our audience as well. And some of these things I wouldn't necessarily think to share about, but when asked, I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah, I'm really excited to be sharing a bit more behind the scenes of what's going on in our lives right now. Well, let's take it one question each. I'll start, then you ask a question, and then I'll ask okay, a question. We'll do it like that. that. A boss babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise, keep going, and fighting on. She is on a mission to be her best self in all areas. It's just believing in yourself. Confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own version of success. One of the first ones I got through was just life in general. How are you feeling? How's your headspace? and she breathes <laughs> and she takes a sigh of relief 
<laughs> so just the other day, I actually posted a huge update on my life, which was that my partner and I had actually separated and I will totally be doing a podcast on this at some point. Not quite now, but it's coming. And so for me, I've been through this like period of change, like huge, huge change and realizing what it means to get comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, I think um, my partner and I were together 14 years. That's crazy. Um, yeah. 14 and years. 14 years. And when you've been like, I mean, that's like, share, I mean, I've shared a bed with him for 14 years, like shared space with him for 14 years. And so when that changes, that is huge. And so I got really used to being, getting like comfortable being uncomfortable, recognizing that it's okay for things to change. And one thing I learned a while ago was that the feeling of anxiety is actually exactly the same as the feeling of excitement on a neurological and a physical level. Like it, the frequency is exactly the same. And so one thing I learned to do was actually rather than going, oh my goodness, I'm feeling this in my stomach, I'm feeling this in my body and it's, it's anxiety over what's next, what's to come. Like I'm entering this period of my life, which is so unknown. I'm really trying to rewire it and being like, wow, isn't this such an exciting time? Oh, that feeling in my stomach is excitement because how wonderful that I don't know what's ahead. How wonderful that I get to try all these new experiences that I didn't when I was in my 20s or I get to go anywhere I want now. I have no, no there's no, I can go and do anything right now, Natalie, which is kind of crazy, kind of daunting, but so freaking exciting. Does that actually work? Like if you're feeling anxious, then you're like, oh, I'm actually excited. Like, d like be real. Does it actually work? I would say seven times out of 10, I can rewire wow. it. Okay. Because like we were chatting about this the other day. Remember I said to you, I'm like, hey, I'm going to choose to look at this differently. I could choose to like be, oh my goodness, I have so, I'm so anxious about how much I have to do today. And that one I really struggle with, but sometimes I have a lot of anxiety about doing new things and like meeting new people and going like, I mean, LA right now, there's like events happening, like going on my own. I could be like, oh my God, I'm so I'm anxious about this, but I find it very easy to switch to excitement with those ones. Yeah. So yeah, I would say like seven times out of 10, I can, I can talk myself through into excitement. Okay. okay. What about you? Can we give a little update? Yeah. I feel like I have a lot going on I'm gonna be honest I definitely could do with taking a vacation and just taking some time to think I've felt in the past I would say a couple of months just a little bit confused about my path which is really interesting and I, and this generally happens to me periodically where I you know I go through like I get on a kind of train and it's moving and every now and then I need to slow the train down get off and take a look at the train and be like do I want to stay on that train or do I want to get on another one and it just like that means you know the kind of stuff that I spend my days doing where my priorities are things like that um, and a lot of it with work like am I really happy doing what I'm doing do I want to change things up definitely a lot of that's been coming in I just think you know as your business grows and as fast as our business has grown those questions are really really important because with quick growth comes very quick changes to the things that you started doing like when we started the company I was doing like things that are completely different to what I'm doing now and you and I just had a conversation about you know playing silly idea time and where do we want to be spending our time versus where are we spending our time and so I'm definitely sitting in kind of like what you said sitting in the discomfort of that which is you know very uncomfortable but I'm asking those questions yeah I was gonna say I think on the other side of discomfort there is huge growth I I yeah. honestly think the times in my life where I've been the most comfortable 
is where I've grown the least. Yeah. And so I do think there's a lot of, well, normally when you're sat in that point of like, oh, this is really, really uncomfortable. It's kind of like you're on the precipice of the next, you know, that next big thing in your life. Yeah, no, I could definitely agree with that. Another thing, as you know, I did Hoffman. Was it last year? No, it was the year before. I don't even know. No, I did Hoffman. Was it 2020? Oh, yeah, of course, because I came out into yeah. full-on corona. Yeah. So Hoffman is this incredible retreat for personal development. And it's seven days, seven or eight days. And you basically hand your phone in and you go in and you do a lot of deep work. And Stephen had previously done it before me. He did it about six months before I did. Then I did it. And it was incredible. I feel like, you know, I've done a lot of things. I've done a lot of therapy, plant medicine, all of the things. And I don't feel like anything has really meaningfully transformed my life in a way that Hoffman did it was just incredible and I know Stephen felt the same and we actually signed up for a couple's version of Hoffman you can only go as couples if you've both done it individually we signed up for that mid last year but obviously we we didn't get the chance to go and so we're going now soon and yesterday I had to go in last night and do all the pre-work and it basically oh you can imagine what it's like but it like makes you examine every element of yourself your relationship your patterns all the things and it makes you dig so much stuff up because the idea is you go and you get to like work on stuff together if you're holding any resentments with each other you work on letting them go like all these different things and I was going into pre-work like oh I think we're pretty good like I, I can't think of many things but as soon as they start asking those questions you're like oh god and then they just like remind you of something that happened like two years ago or three years ago and all of a sudden you're like angry about that thing again (laughs) so we both did the pre-work in separate rooms last night we were like hey we need to get it done because we need to submit it and we both came out the room just looking at each other like let's spend the night apart tonight I think that's the thing to do so I'm very much looking forward to going there I think it's the case with anything like when you start digging stuff up yeah when you go looking for problems you're gonna find them yeah, what are you hoping to get out of it? Is it like helping you guys communicate? Like, what what is the outcome that you're hoping for? Really, I would love just like a refresher of all the Hoffman tools and practices because I was in a really good routine with them when I came back. But over time, that just kind of slowly disappeared. But they have so many really good tools. So I would love to just get that refresher, first of all, of all the things that we learned, see kind of what progress I've made. Um, And then the second thing, I just think it'd be really good for us to learn how to like deepen our relationship, improve our communication. When we signed up for it, it was less of like, let's go and fix things. But how could we make things better? That's so. Yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, proactive. You're not really supposed to go if you're like, they call it like in crisis mode, like if you're having like, like real issues, Mm -hmm. they don't recommend you do that. It's not really that kind of place. I think there's like different retreats for that kind of thing, but I'm excited. Yeah, because it's all about like your inner child, right? And I guess helping you guys communicate that and understanding what brings out the triggers in each other and how to work through them, but then also how to self-soothe, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's definitely a part of it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's a lot of like somatic work. So um, for anyone listening that's read things like the body keeps score and all those things, we often don't realize when we hold things in we really hold them in our body and it's and it's there and it's stagnant energy and they do a lot of somatic work to actually release that which is great because we often don't even realize that we're holding on to it and when I left Hoffman when I went I just remember 
leaving just feeling so light and happy and peaceful and just being like yeah I really needed that was like a an excavation of just anything that subconsciously wasn't serving me anything that was holding me back and some this one's just a mini version it's a lot shorter but I'm kind of hoping like more of the same you're gonna get so much out of it totally okay so let's do the next question because it's kind of going on to communication right so how do you prevent disagreements in your work from affecting your friendship Ah, so I think we've both just done enough work to be able to move through disagreements quickly and respectfully, you know, and to be honest, I don't know if this is the answer people want to hear, but it really doesn't happen that often. It's very few and far between that we have like disagreements and, you know, in the one occasion that it has happened where I think we actually, I don't know if fell out the word, but fell out. I think we had two, I think we had two arguments really, that's it. But only one has um, lasted more than a day. Yeah, totally. So like I can think of that one time where we kind of fell out over something more personal and it lasted a day because you were like, I just want some space for a day and then I'll come like come around and I was like, oh God. <laughs> so I like made matches for us. They were good matches and we just talked it out we and it was totally, so easy. We should totally do one on the two arguments that we've had and what we learned from them. <laughs> I know. That would be fun. So funny. So yeah, only one has really ever lasted and it was like, I think it was happened on the Saturday yeah. and then... I try to resolve on the Sunday, but you were like, no, I need I was a bit not more ready. <laughs> That's what you said. I was still processing. <laughs> she was definitely still processing. I called. I was like, well, why are you ignoring me? Can you talk to me? And you were like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> and I'll come around on Monday. I'm like, okay, I'll make matches. <laughs> and I went around with my notepad. <laughs> Here's all the things. Yeah. And it was, but at the same time. That was a neither, nice conversation though. Yeah. Neither of us were, like have ever, I think, been disrespectful or like ever called each other a name or said anything that you know would end up being something other than it's not I don't think we're that kind of that that's my rule like you can't take things back once you say them so I'm always very very conscious around like what I say and that's whether it's in my relationship with you or my friendships or my previous marriage like I've always been very aware of that and I think that's like I think that with arguments and relationships, it really comes down to what you own first. Like if you are somebody that has notoriously poor relationships with your family, your friends, your partners, then I really do think you need to like look within. And that's where I always come from. Like, and that's why that, you know, that that one argument that we had that lasted that weekend was, and I was were not ready to talk on the Sunday because I was still taking ownership of my parts of it. And I think that's what's really important whenever you're having disagreements with someone. And I also think that's why we don't really have that many disagreements and how if we do, they're resolved really quickly is because we've both done enough work to take ownership of our sides. I'm not coming to saying like, hey, you know, you made me feel this way. It's more like, hey, when you said this, my interpretation was this or the story I told myself was this. Like, I really just want to understand what you meant and allow you to see what I felt from it. So I think that's like a really, a really key piece in making sure that we we go into a good communication pattern rather than a negative one, which is like arguments. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think definitely doing your own work and taking responsibility is so important. I think that's where probably people um, would go around in circles if they're playing the blame game. 
I just think that's where the circles happen. 100%. And I feel like there's just like a, a respect that we have for each other, you know? Yeah. Like I think in work, in a work setting, we both have respect for each other's departments, you know, if we yeah. called them that. Like we both have different strengths in the business and we have veto rights within those departments. I'm never going to come and be like, oh, Natalie, you should not be posting this on social media. Like, <laughs> But I will definitely I? say that to you. <laughs> yeah, and you'll make me like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> do this do that and then yeah. likewise with mine operations and legal I'm like Natalie you have to do a process this way you're like but I don't want it I'm like no but you have to it's my reader right <laughs> yeah yeah no that's so true <laughs> I think that's just that's just really important and I also think which I think you need in in any relationship but we were just talking about this when we had a FaceTime the other day is we have so much trust in each other that we're never going to go and like talk shit about one another behind each other's back. Like no. We've never, ever done it. We never, ever will. It's like not even, even if we end up having a, like a fight, I would never go to like friends and be like, oh my God, can you believe Danielle did this? I, it just would never happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes down to the respect thing. Yeah. And I think we both give each other that. So we'd never, ever go yeah. and do it to the other person. Totally totally but I do think it's like worth just noting as well like I think our relationship has got better as the years have gone on like when we first met we were really different we had very different communication Mm -hmm. styles neither of us had done enough work like at any work at that point I don't think I'd ever seen a therapist when I first met you no you hadn't yeah (laughs) no you hadn't I remember I remember (laughs) when I taught you about projections in that time you got really upset and you were like I know you said there's this thing called projections but you're just being a bitch or something (laughs) (laughs) not in those words and I remember listening and I like we did it didn't turn into anything it was never a thing but I remember that and the two of us were just so brand new to like doing the work. Yeah, I was totally. like, I've learned this thing called projections, Danielle. And you are like, that sounds like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you trying to coat this in? And then remember that one time. Yeah. Actually, we should talk about these little funny things. Remember that one time I tagged you in the document to, to, to see, make sure you'd seen it? And you were like, you literally oh, went off on one. I was like, didn't Dude. I, was I like crying <laughs> over that? I think I was. Yeah, you remind me like an at, like I feel like it was like tell them what happened. Tears, you probably remember it a little bit better than me. Tears of frustration. So basically, yeah. <laughs> I think we'd only been working together like I don't know, like six months or something. And so um, we were going. That it was it was an accounting procedure, right? So basically, we were having this. I was trying to set this stuff up with our accounts and making sure that we were getting. Um, Let's take a minute to talk about one of my favorite educational platforms, Masterclass. I have been referring back to this platform for years and I love that you can simply log in and take inspirational classes from world-class coaches no matter where you are. If you haven't explored Masterclass yet, go to masterclass.com slash boss babe and scroll through some of the categories. I think you'll really love what you see. One of the latest classes I tuned into was Anna Winter's class on creativity and leadership. She takes you into her office as Vogue's editor-in-chief and it was so inspiring to learn about her leadership style, team culture, and how she encourages creativity in her team. Not only does Masterclass have tangible business development classes that you can watch at your desk or listen to on the go, but it also includes classes in 10 other categories ranging from food, home and lifestyle, music, wellness, design and so much more. There are over 200 classes to choose from with new classes added every month. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Plus, 
Every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash boss babe, masterclass.com slash boss babe. The other day, the team and I were talking about how much our audience loves biohacking. And whenever we release content based around creating better habits for our lifestyle and health, you all seem to really soak it up and request more. So I wanted to share about our podcast sponsor, Prolon, today because I've never seen a company like this. Prolon is a revolutionary plant-based nutrition program that nourishes the body while making cells believe that they're fasting. There are so many strategic benefits to fasting and Prolon helps you hit these goals without actually needing to fast. Prolon's five-day program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all designed to keep your body in a fasted state. And you get everything pre-packaged, labeled, and ready to go, so there's no guesswork. It's super simple, and it works. Extended fasting of at least two to three days has proven to produce unique benefits like cellular rejuvenation, metabolic support, and increased cardiovascular health. So if you're ready for a fasting program that doesn't leave you hungry or exhausted and instead gives you more energy, I highly recommend giving Prolon a try. Right now, Prolon is offering Boss Babe podcast listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash boss babe. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash boss babe for this special offer. Prolonlife.com slash boss babe. Oh, that was it. I think it was like we were doing our first coaching program and I wanted to get the workflow of people paying us and us recognizing it and making sure like it got to the right places and it got accounted for, right? So I created this document for our accountant, myself and Natalie. And I tagged both Natalie and the accountant in this saying, hey guys, and this was like, I was just like getting used to working with people as well in a virtual setting. I'd done everything in person. So I tagged this Google document like, hey Natalie, hey accountant, like once you've like read this, can you just like um, give this a check mark so that I know that you've seen it? And I was just like, oh yeah, I just want to make sure she's seen this and she knows the procedure. Well, didn't go down well. You and you, I think I don't know what you thought, but it did not go down well. I think you I thought think I was trying I, to be your boss. <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's exactly what I thought. Because I think that was like in that in between period where I was working full time on Boss Babe. You weren't. You were still juggling two things. Yeah. And then you were like basically telling me I needed to read this thing, and no, you you wanted me to sign my name to say yeah. I'd read it. Yeah. That was just like. <laughs> So I ended up voice noting you like, I do not appreciate this. I will not be signing my name. The most aggressive WhatsApp I've received. And then Danielle just calls me and I'm like, I don't want to answer the phone to her right now. She's trying to boss me around. It's not happening. But I ended up answering the phone so stubbornly like, hello, yes, no, I will not do that. And you were like, well, you don't need to do it. I'm like, okay, thanks. So you were like, absolutely. I remember because the voice note was like, that aggressive I think I got like halfway through and I was like and this is I remember my I remember thinking this I was like what did I do (laughs) I was like such a little Virgo land of being like oh yeah sign this like I was like working in like the medical environment so it was all very like you sign it you've seen things and I'd like never experienced that in my life like having to sign my name for yeah and I was just like I remember like hearing it going like what what did I say like so I just rang you and then you just like went off and I was like oh it's it's okay I I didn't mean it like that I just meant it this way and you were like oh okay like I think it was like it just showed you then like I think that was like a real key moment for me just in general um experience of working with people that we all see different realities like we have a a completely different experience of the same thing you Mm -hmm. know 
-hmm. And I think that that's just like testament to understanding people and just being able to go, oh yeah, like if you say that something this way and it can come from like cultures, it can come from like where you're, where you've been brought up, like how, like the environment you've been brought up in. Like that's one thing that I've really just started to learn, particularly like when I was in the UK, I was around lots of the same people and moving to America, like different cultures, working with you. We came from like completely different backgrounds in the UK as well. And just realizing that, wow, everyone has their own triggers, everyone has their own experiences, and everyone has their own interpretations of what I say or a situation that I'm going to have differently. So I think it was just an early lesson. Yeah, but yeah, that, we resolved it really oh my quickly. God, that was, was like, so funny. I like totally hilarious. forgot that even I know, happened. I know, I forgot about that one too. But that, I, I think we actually... have so many like little stories like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. So I'm just like having a flashback. That was so funny. That was hilarious. I actually remember where I was. I was doing my makeup. I remember really mine early. too. Yeah, I, re- I remember it was like really early mm-hmm. for me, which probably didn't help because we used to, like, like we've talked about before, I used to work really early, used to work really late. So it was super early for me. I think it was like 7 a.m. and I was doing my makeup. I'd seen this and I was like, I remember being in the bathroom just being like, oh my God. Like now I just totally would never ever do that. I would like know how to communicate but we were just so young and clueless we just had no idea yeah and that also shows you how much the business has evolved like that was I a know. big thing for us like sorting out something like that that was like a that. really big thing talk about a lot at Boss Babe is how you can work smarter not harder it's honestly become some sort of mantra for us on the team because we really want to make sure whenever we're spending time on something it's an efficient process and it's a good use of our time so if you can spend a little bit of money to outsource something that usually makes a lot more sense than trying to do every single little task for your business on your own that's one of the reasons I absolutely love ShipStation so ShipStation makes it simple to import manage and ship your orders out fast and for a lot less money. With ShipStation, you can import orders from any sales channel, ship with any carrier and automate just about any shipping task, which as I'm sure you know, I'm all about organizing and automating things so that they can run in the background rather than you having to be totally hands-on the whole time. So that's why I'm even a super fan of ShipStation. I also want to share with you that ShipStation allows you to ship more in less time. Just use my offer code BOSSBABE to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months completely free of no hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in BOSSBABE. So that's ShipStation.com, enter offer code BOSSBABE, and make ship happen. So one of the things I care personally about so much at Boss Babe is making sure we make really incredible hires whenever our team is growing. But do you know what? That process can sometimes feel so freaking overwhelming, especially at the beginning when you're trying to get qualified people in the door. Yeah, totally. That first little bit once you post a job is so crucial because you're either going to get the right people to apply and be able to move forward or you're going to be totally stuck. And that's why I really love LinkedIn Jobs. Yeah, I know for us, LinkedIn Jobs has seriously been such a game changer at Boss Babe because when you post a job, you know it's going to a group of people who are actually qualified and would be a really good fit for your organization. Because of that, I feel like it's really helped us make some pretty incredible hires, Natalie, who have been really impactful on our internal team too. 
Yeah, if you need to make your next hire and want to have a lot smoother of a process than ever before, then you need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs will help you hire the right person for your role and your first job post is free. Just visit linkedin.com slash boss babe. Again, that's linkedin.com slash boss babe to post your first job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so the next question we've got is, do you get jealous of each other? For me, it's like, just no. I don't really have much else to add to that. So basically, my answer is no. And I and it was really funny because someone asked me this the other day. Natalie's been asked to be a judge on this really, really super cool thing, right? And my when you told me, my first instinct was, oh my goodness, I am so thrilled for you. That is such a freaking amazing opportunity. Like, I am so, so proud of you. This is going to be absolutely amazing. That was my only feeling to this. And then you were like, do you want to come? And I was like, nearly crying. I was like, oh God, she wants me to go with her. That's so nice. <laughs> and so that was really nice. But I was, because someone asked me this the other day, I was like, hey, were you, are you not upset that you're not, you're not doing it? And I was like, absolutely not. I'm, all I feel is like being proud that you have this opportunity. And I think it comes from like, I was looking the other day, well, I wasn't looking the other day, just before this podcast was like, you know, what is jealousy? Why do some people get jealous and some people don't, whether it is in a relationship or is it in a friendship or any of those things? I think it really just comes to like self-esteem and confidence. And I know who I am and the person I am and I know who you are and the person you are. And just together, I know we always bring out the best in each other. So there's no, I also feel like I'm in total abundance. So I never feel like there's a shortage of opportunities or a shortage of anything. So I just wonder if that's why jealousy doesn't come up for us because we know that one, we love each other so much. And second of all, like we know there's just so many opportunities out there for both of us and we're always cheering each other along. Yeah, I wonder that too. I think so because I, I feel like whenever you get a win and it's personal Mm -hmm. to you it still feels like a win for us because we do everything together that like even if it's personal it's not related to boss babe it still feels like a win for me too so I like I feel the excitement of whatever you're doing and I think you do the same for me too yeah which is just really nice I'm like oh my god this is amazing for us as if we're Mm -hmm. just like one person (laughs) and there's a level of like you know say you're invited to speak at something and I'm not, I'm like, oh, how nice that we get to divide and conquer. Like, it's so unique. That doesn't yeah. really happen for a lot of people. That's also a big thing for me. Also, are you a jealous person generally? I think I know the answer to this because I'm not. Like, even in relationships, I've never been a jealous person. Like, that doesn't, that's not a trigger for me. No, I'm not. Yeah. I, I can't really either. think of, like, many situations where I would class myself as a jealous person. Totally. I'm the same. So I think there's yeah. just like that inner work that we've done and then just like how we've like just evolved as like even at school I was never a jealous person. So I think if you are a jealous person, it's definitely things that you need to like work on actively and looking at self-confidence and self-esteem first and foremost. And then I do yeah. think that abundance piece. For me, it's like abundance. Like why do I need to be jealous? There's so, so many things in the world that we get to do and get to experience. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, remember a few months ago when we had that ex situation oh, where yeah. like Steven's ex was like reaching out and it was like so mm. not necessary and inappropriate. And in that situation, I was like, uh, block friend, like not even happening. I don't know that that was jealousy. I think that was just me being pissed off. So I don't, I don't know if mm. that counts, but I generally wouldn't say I'm a jealous person. But when something like that happens, I'm like, 
Ugh. Were you genuinely pissed off about that, or were you just like, oh, I, I want to have a bit of fun with this and wind Stephen up? Maybe, maybe the latter. I feel Listen, like sometimes you want to play. Yeah. I feel like you're a cat that wants to play with a mouse sometimes. Yeah, no, that's actually... So, yeah, that maybe that's true. There's definitely something in my personality that just every now and then I loves know. a bit I, of a tussle. This is how much I know you. I'm like, okay, you're I was so like... You're right about that. I oh was my like, God, I can't believe I'm it. I was like watching this play out because obviously you were messaging the girls <laughs> chat at the time. And I'm like, this is so interesting because I'm like, is she actually jealous or is she just playing right now? Because I'm like, because I, that thing does, that does not bother me at all. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. I know whose belly is sleeping again tonight, you know, that type of thing. And I know that you and Stephen have that generally. So I was watching this play out. I was thinking, huh, I wonder if she just like, it just wants a bit of like excitement and drama in her life right now. <laughs> You know what? You're actually so right about that. Oh my God, I feel very called out. <laughs> You're just like, I do it okay. all the time. Yeah, I'm I like the do. worst. Like you. last night, Stephen just was waking me up so many times, just like wasn't sleeping very well, was annoying the hell out of me. And I woke up PMSing this morning and I was like, I just fancy a little bit of a tussle. So I was like, you were so fucking annoying waking me up last night. It was so <laughs> unnecessary to say. So unnecessary, but it felt really good. Maybe I need to work on that at Hoffman. I need to have a little little tussle. I love that you're calling it a tussle. <laughs> and that's what it is, because it's like, it's just like a little, like, you just have, have a little thing and then it's so over so quickly and you're like, oh, I'm good. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I, it's just like, I, there's never any, like, if you think about a pressure cooker, I never have any buildup of pressure ever. Like I'm not really the kind of person that builds things up and explodes. Just every day, I just let a little, little, bit, yeah. little bit thing out, and then I'm I just don't have the explosion part in me. I do. Yeah, you're really good at bottling things up. I'm a pressure I, cooker. I wish I was slightly better, honestly. It, like I'm definitely like it takes a lot. I mean, I mean, you've seen me probably what blow once. This time, I think we think Twice? more times than that now. How many? Uh, more. How I would say want? like maybe five to ten. No, no way, ten. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely. Oh my god, Danielle. Not. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you like build things up, and then you'll I'll get on a call with you, and you're like, I am so freaking annoyed at da, 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 da. <laughs> and it's just like so funny watching it play out. Yeah, I, I I've definitely. I've known you for a long time now, Danielle. I definitely through. I mean, let's remember. I have seen you going through a divorce. Yeah. Anyone that says they were a calm, level-headed Buddha through that oh, kind of yeah, situation no. is lying. Yeah, de- definitely have not been <laughs> <laughs> calm all the way through this, you guys. We will no share one, one day. No one, yeah, no one ever would be, especially in just um, perhaps your situation, but no one ever would be. There, are, People are not saints, no matter what they project on Instagram. <laughs> I don't really like it takes a lot to annoy me but when you've annoyed me yeah I'm annoyed but I, I feel like my tolerance is pretty high I can yeah, tolerate I more would than totally you can agree and oh but yeah then if you if you push me I'm like okay I'm done now <laughs> it's funny because I feel like I don't have a lot of tolerance you have so much tolerance yeah. so I'm normally the one to like bite in the beginning yeah and then you will bullet what my blow up later down the line and then I'm the one yeah. that like soothes you down yeah, a little totally. bit because I've already let my bit out yeah so totally. we're good good like I think between the two of us there's something helpful in there <laughs> something that's why we do everything together because we balance each other out yeah, yeah. 100 yeah all right so next question da, da, da. do you feel pressure to follow the timeline e.g. marriage and kids <laughs> yes 
100%. And I mean, I'll, I, I've been married a while, so that that's not really a thing. But the kids want 100%. And I, and I think it's hard for women to say, like, no, I don't thought, like have any pressure on timeline because it's not like we can decide at 60 to have kids. Like, we mm-hmm. have that clock. And so even you know reframing it however we want to it's still there whether we like it or not and so I definitely definitely feel that and I also feel like oh you know so many things I should have done yesterday and so many things I want to do tomorrow and then in 10 years like whenever is the right time it's just it feels very confusing like I was saying at the beginning of the episode I'm in that phase of my life where everything's a little bit confusing right now (laughs) I'm turning 30 this year there's just a lot of things up in the air for me what about you Oh, where do I even start? Do I feel the pressure of the timeline? Okay, so I met my ex. I met my ex at 18. Got married at 28. Yeah, 28, 27, something like that. And so I was on track for the timeline. I totally bought into this timeline of you meet someone, you get married, you have kids. So I'm 32, you guys. So odds would have said, I would have been at this point going, yeah, let's let's settle down having kids, you know, but no. <laughs> I decided to pretty much start all over again. So uh, 32, single, no kids. I feel that timeline. (laughs) Do you feel it? I was wondering, we haven't actually talked about this. I was wondering, I think it takes so much courage to do what you did, especially Mm. when you're at that age where you're feeling that pressure. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel, I do feel the timeline. I don't have this need to have children I would like to have children but I don't have this need that oh my goodness I absolutely am going to do everything to make sure I have children Mm -hmm. so they're like a nice add-on bonus if it works that way but they're not something I was going to plan my life decisions around and so ultimately that's why I decided to leave my marriage because I was like actually do you know what like this isn't right and things need to change so but having done that and being 32, yeah, I did go and see a fertility specialist and was like, okay, just so I know, how fertile am I? <laughs> oh, you did? How did that go? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I went, I went to, it was fine. She was like, yeah, like they did an ultrasound. She said there's like blood, te- I didn't do the blood test yet, but she said there's blood tests to see if it's more accurate. But I was just kind of like, do you know what? I'm just going to have a little check in, you know, see what, see what the situation is like. Because I was also thinking about, do I freeze my eggs? Because yeah. um, everyone, that was never a conversation in the UK, but that's been a big conversation here in the US. And so she was like, look, you can totally freeze your eggs now if you want to. She's like, as long as you decide to do it before 35, you're good. So that was her advice to me. So she's like, why don't you just go away for another year and then come back to me and we can have some more conversations. But she's like, you're just literally like coming out your marriage, all this stuff. She's like, don't worry about it right now. Just like focus on what you need to and then and then we'll have this conversation again. But she's like, right now, ultrasound, you're doing good. The eggs are there, guys, you know. <laughs> this <laughs> the is such an is odd bright. thing to be sharing on the podcast. I don't think it's, no, I don't think it is. I was actually wondering that just uh, just on the timeline conversation. I think that's yeah. just such an interesting answer. But yeah, I just admire the decision you made so much because I think it could be very easy for someone mm in that situation to say oh you know what we've already been together this long I'm 32 I'm just gonna go through the motions and we can you know but for someone to be like this isn't making me happy and I get to choose something that does yeah that's 
like not many people I I think would have the guts to do that I like I'm thinking about myself I'd be I I just think it's a like a big big decision so and and like you're gonna look back on it you know whenever your time is when you look back at it and be like whoa thank god yeah which is so interesting it was really scary it took a lot of courage but ultimately, you just know in your heart when something is the right thing for you. I think, you know, we've spoken about this a few times in the podcast about intuition and listening to your gut. And mm-hmm. I think I actually shared as well, like probably last year, like I'd been really shut off on my intuition and my gut. And I did a lot from last June. I did a lot of emphasis on starting to really align with myself again. Um, and I think when you do that, there's just some things that are too big to ignore. You know, mm-hmm. I would have just been sacrificing so much so much of my soul I think to have stayed um and that was just I just couldn't do it kind of and it's the kind of the thing like when I decided to change careers you know things are scary but then you know look what happened when I decided to leave being a chiropractor and do boss babe and I just if you never did that I know when you're fully aligned I just think the everything has a way of coming together so but yeah the answer is I think women are not programmed but their environmental factors nurture us to be very very considerate of timelines I think it's something a luxury that men like they don't have so much you know Mm -hmm. guys can very pretty easily have kids in their 50s and 60s it's not the case for women and so unfortunately I do think we have this emphasis on time I know that's something I've wrestled with so much, whether it's like, say, children and family or marriage, or also just feeling like almost like having children. And this is my mindset, which I really want to work on. But having children, it's like, okay, I'm either going to be good in business or I'm going to have children. And I want to try and find out, like, break down that because it's not true at all. Like, I know there's going to be women who are listening to this absolutely smashing it. Like, they have children, they have an amazing business. And I think that's incredible and I want to make sure that I retain that mindset because I do think it's difficult. I don't think it's something that's, you know, I mean, even we've been chatting about it. Like, what if you're you're growing a baby? Like, you might be sick for three months or nine months or it's a thing to consider. Yeah, it adds like a whole new layer of complexity and there's times when, you know, you and I'll get on Zoom calls and be like, oh my God, I couldn't handle one more thing right now. But Mm. so it's one of those things. And I also think with time, I don't know, do you ever feel like you're just always behind? Um, like, oh ugh. my goodness, always behind. Whether it's like on the daily basis or it's like, oh my goodness, why is our business not here right now? <laughs> like, yes. why have I not got this house? Why have I not done this? Like, when you're younger, I remember I remember being younger and like 15, 16 and these young pop stars. And I remember following them like, oh, it's okay. Everyone's older than you. Everyone's older than me. So it was like fine yeah. that they were further ahead because they're older than me. Now I look back and I'm like, these kids that are blowing up on TikTok or doing these other things. I'm like, damn, I need to get my act together. younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's well, just, it's just a thing that we all go through. And that's what's re- like recognizing it, you know, that everyone, everyone looks at someone else and be, and it's like, oh, wow, they've got their timeline sorted or they've got their shit together on that. Or, you know, they're doing X, Y, and Z. I need to pull my finger out and do that as well. And I think it's just important to recognize that no matter what position you're in, everybody has that feeling. This was a really good conversation. I'm very this glad we had it. We should. I like to ask any yeah. questions and then our audience providing these because I never would have thought to speak about some of these I things. I know otherwise. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. You don't. And especially when your answer is maybe not like the most 
happy, optimistic, positive answer. Like I would never just normally volunteer that info. So it's nice to just be prompted to do that. And like bringing it back to, you know, what I was saying at the beginning of like, where do I want to be spending my time? What that looks like? I know that podcasting is one of them. Like I love this stuff so much. I love getting the chance to have real conversations and not feel like it needs to be a highlight mm-hmm. reel and all of those things. So yeah, I very much like it. Totally. This is fun. I might just go having a little rem- like reminiscing as well. Good times. Reminiscing Good on times. all the fights. Love it. <laughs> and if okay. you guys have any other questions that you want to answer us, DM us after listening to this podcast. Share your favorite takeaway. <laughs> Tag us. And then also let us know what you want us to hear some of our solo episodes on. Because I really enjoy these. This is my favorite, Natalie. Don't talk. Oh, yeah. Let's do more of these. Let us know if you want more <laughs> of these. We can do more of these. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.